have the Ayatollah of Fantasy Rock and Roller with us today, Adam Rank. How are you doing, Rank? It looked great in person, and I uh, just can't wait to next year where we, we can pack it full of 25,000. Hey, Bob, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. I didn't know it was Ball Guys Day. It was being ranked. I mean, how do you lose? This is the Dynasty Vipers Vipercast. Welcome back to the Dynasty Vipers Vipercast Behind the Grind, presented by the Fantasy Points Media Group. And joining us today, we have one of our own, one of the founding fathers of Fantasy Points himself there, Tom Broly. How you doing, Tom? Uh, <laughs> Wake everybody up. I'm doing good. I'm trying to get through this. Uh, I'll just warn anybody now if there's some coughing. I, I just got over a bout with COVID here, so... Uh, this is the most talking I've done in a week here, so I'm trying to survive here, so bear with me if uh, there's a little bit of coughing and sneezing going on. But, hey, that's all right, because I'm usually pretty quick on the draw here to get into the talking here. Sometimes I just cut Major off just for fun. I might not even have anything intelligent to say. I just want to make sure Major doesn't say anything, so I just jump in there each and every time. But the it one works. thing I do love over at Fantasy Points, we are lucky enough to be part of that media group there, but Fantasy Points is family, right? We talk about this. We're going to get into this journey and how a lot of these members of the Fantasy Points are connected and how they kind of intertwine with one another, which I think is absolutely wonderful. We talk about networking, which is going to come up also in the show here a little bit later. But the first thing we got to talk about, Major, you know where I'm going with this. If you were coming in in the ninth inning for the Pittsburgh Pirates, okay? Oh. Let's give a little shout out to the Pittsburgh Pirates <laughs> yeah. here. Or maybe, maybe you're coming down to the wrestling ring or whatever that might be. What is that intro song for Tom Broly going to be? So you're telling uh, for the Pirates. So there's like about 5,000 people in the stands. Not a lot of no. people. But, <laughs> it was a packed house. Uh, a packed house. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not exactly a packed house. But I'll probably have to go. I'm like a Southern rock guy. I, I like Americana music. Uh, I love the drive-by truckers. Uh, you know, where the, where the devil don't stay, maybe. Uh, you guys familiar with Steve Earle at all? Maybe I'll do a little Copperhead Road. Yeah, there uh, we go, a little Copperhead Road. Yeah, my I'm name's John Lee <laughs> So yeah, my daddy I and his daddy before. Exactly. There you go. You're you're familiar with little Steve Earle. So yeah, I, I'd probably uh, I get a little rock going. I, that's that's I'd I think uh, I'd probably sprint out sprint out to the mound. That that's how I I'm not one of those to you know. Pimp walk it out. I'm sprinting <laughs> to the mound. I'm, I'm getting out there to do my business. Yeah. <laughs> so that brings another kind of question here. If an intro music plays at a Pittsburgh Pirates game, does it actually make a sound? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't think it registers. It, nobody's there to hear it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's... Sorry, I was late on that one. That was good, man. <laughs> so we, we know what that intro song is going to be, but, hey, we all have our guilty pleasures, right? There's always that one song that, hey, if we tell our buddies, they may judge us for this. So, hey, you know what, Tom? What's that guilty pleasure song? Is it a little Taylor Swift? Is it a little Shakira? Is it maybe a little Ricky Martin? She bangs, she bangs. What what is that guilty pleasure song? Uh, that, that's a good question. Uh, uh, you're putting me on the spot here. Uh, I've been listening. There's been a on Pittsburgh radio. There's been some like '90s alternative. They're having a countdown of the the top '90s alternative music. So I'm trying to think. I'm like a Stone Temple Pilots, Nirvana. You know, something I haven't really listened to in a while. But I, I could get down with something like that. Uh, that's nice. that's kind of my guilty pleasure. I've been. I've been listening to that for the last two days, and I've been really rocking out to that stuff. 
Yeah, there's no southern rocker that wants to admit to listening to grunge rock. Exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> not that's not too hip. Right. Let's 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 talk about uh young young Tom just walking around, young kid, don't know what's going on in life, didn't know he's gonna be this like boss when he got older, you know. Uh, <laughs> did you play any sports as a youth? Oh yeah, I mean I, I grew up, I, I kind of didn't I didn't fall in love with sports initially. I kind of sucked at them, but I kept, you know, my dad loved sports. So I, I kept practicing at it. And uh, eventually I got, you know, to the point where, you know, I got to be a pretty good pitcher in baseball uh, through a couple no hitters in, in pony nice. league and, uh, you know, became a, yeah, exactly. Self hat there, <laughs> uh, you know, became a pretty good, I got some height. I'm six two. Uh, which is pretty tall for Cambria County, Pennsylvania. Uh, so, I, you know, I got into basketball uh, and then I you know, played football for I played quarterback for our high school football team. in in high school, my uncle was a, a football coach. He played at Towson State University in Baltimore. He was uh, before they went Division One double A. You know, they were uh, Division Two, II, Division Three, and they won a national championship. So he was a really good receiver. Uh, at Johnstown, uh, he, you know, was a, a state track, uh, finished in uh, yeah, four by 100s. I think he finished, uh, they, they won a gold medal or they, they were top three or whatever at state. So he kind of taught me, uh, you know, how to play football and taught me the quarterback position. And he's got, he coaches at St. Francis University now, Division One AA. Nice. So uh, I had some ties to football from a pretty young age. So grew up playing a little bit of quarterback. So uh, I have a, a lot of experience playing sports and you know, a lot of fond memories of, the, of those days growing up. So are you all Pittsburgh across the board for all the sports teams? <coughs> Absolutely. So if, you, so if you had to pick one team out of the Pittsburgh, like family, like other than Pittsburgh, who are you selecting? Like what, what team, like let's say football, basketball, who, who's your, and baseball, your secondary teams, I would say, oh, I guess. Secondary. Actually, team. I might be getting you assassinated. You as a Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, Pittsburgh is pretty, pretty crazy when it comes through. to it. I, yeah. you know, I'm trying to think back. I'm like growing up, I, just because my dad was probably a he was a huge Pirates fan, so I kind of grew up. You know, I wanted to ag- antagonize him a little bit, so I, I rooted for the the Braves a little bit. I'm a little uh, ashamed to say I, I did that. Yeah, yeah that was that <laughs> was a bad question. Don't even. Yeah, ask I mean that's <laughs> uh, he didn't appreciate that. I, I rooted for Greg Maddox and Tom Clavin in those teams. And, yeah, that's some good uh, teams. Though. Football wise, I uh, Tecmo Super Bowl days. I mean, playing with Randall Cunningham, uh, QB twelve, Eagles QB twelve. I mean, who could beat that? So I I, I, I remember the one year for Christmas, uh, I got a pennant. A signed pennant. Randall Cunningham signed it. Turned out it was my dad who just signed. No, Randall, Randall Cunningham <laughs> on it. You know, I was like seven years old at the time, so I, you, you took know, it I, to school and everything, and they just yeah, like busted your he, bubble or what? He eventually, you know, yeah, burst my burst, burst my bubble after like a week or two. But <laughs> I, I believed I, I wanted it like framed and everything. So uh, Eagles probably. Uh, so who was your favorite players growing up? Who's some of your favorite players? Oh, Randall Cunningham was one of them. Uh, you know, Cordell Stewart was kind of the guy. He was uh, Mr. Slash. That was, uh, you know, that that was a pretty nice time to be a Steelers fan. Yancey Thigpen, uh receiver, Greg mm-hmm. Lloyd and Kevin Green, uh, you know, playing linebacker for Blitzburg. You know, we had a pretty good run there in the mid-90s. Uh, young Tom was left crying a, a couple times, uh, <laughs> you know, losing to uh, the Chargers in the AFC Championship game in 94. Then Neil O'Donnell throwing the three interceptions in the Super Bowl. It was a 
a tough two-year stretch for me, but uh, that calloused me uh, here <laughs> as a sports fan. Made uh, you a real know, fan, huh? Yeah, exactly. The Pirates lost, had 20 straight losing seasons. So I, <laughs> I grew up, uh, you know, I, I grew up with tough skin here. Yeah. I, I just love that we have a Pittsburgh Pirates fan on just a couple days after the official Bobby Bonilla day, where yes. he just got himself paid again $1.1 million. The contract that just never ends there. Thank you, New York Mets, for uh, kind of. <laughs> Continuing on the thing. Don't worry. Yeah, NHL, you can thank we the have... Pirates for sending them there. And, you know, that's that kind of what started it all. <laughs> man, we're talking about those Pirates teams there. When you have Bonds and Benia, man, the killer bees there in Pittsburgh, there were some good times there for Pirates Nation. Now, we have our own there in hockey, too. The Rick P, uh, DiPietro Day, he gets about $1.9 million until okay. I don't know when that is, like 2025, 20, 2035, something like that. It's ridiculous as well. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Bonillas is wrapping up here soon, isn't it? I think it's 2025 or it's it's coming around here soon. It's been going what 25, 30 plus years or whatever. Hey, I is, love so. when players win, though, man. That's that's the best. When players get get one of those wins in the contract disputes, I I think that's that's the best thing ever. So Charles, let's kind of back this up here a little bit. Let's kind of put this towards fantasy football here. It's a Scott Fishbowl right now. We're talking Scott Fishbowl all over Twitter. It's going on there. You want to talk about the Pittsburgh Pirates. They had some pretty good runs back in the day. You had a pretty good run back in the day, too, here in the Scott Fishbowl, back to 2018. Top 10 finish when it comes to that. What was the secret to that finish, and how can Major get in the top 50 when it's all said and done? That year, now that was the Patrick Mahomes year. I I kind of held off on quarterback, I and I drafted Patrick Mahomes, you know, I kind of went all in on him. I liked what I saw. You know, he played that one one game in 2017, and um, I kind of went all in on him, and I kind of rode him, uh, you know, all the way. And I had a pretty good run last year. I actually, I I drafted J.K. Dobbins and Cam Akers, and my season was kind of over before it even started. But, I mean, my best running back last year was like Naeem Hines, and I was battling to the end. I was like, I finished like third place in my, my, uh, my, my division, but uh, I had a pretty good team. I had the, you know, I wrote Tom Brady and the Mike Evans connection, but uh, had a pretty good run in Scott Fishbowl. Uh, I'm still waiting to, to see what division I'm in here. I, I think I'm in it. I haven't gotten any, <laughs> any information on uh, what division I'm in. I, I'm not doing any of the live drafts, so uh, I'm not quite sure, but uh, I know it's starting up here. The, Oh, the uh, the internet ones are coming up here. I think July 11th or, or so. So yeah. hopefully I get uh, word here what division I'm in here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Atlanta's kicked off. Chicago's kicked off for those live drafts here. I actually just got moved from Letter Kenny, which was going to be strictly online, to now online live doing the uh, Series XM uh, draft there. So nice. that's going to be oh. fun. Uh, sitting down with uh, good old uh, Fantasy Mojo there, Drew Davenport. <laughs> Yeah, Orth there from the FF today. Guys, I all do the King's Classic with, which I know you're kind of familiar with the King's Classic a little bit as well. So I'll be out there. I'll be out there for the expo. I'm looking forward to it. We'll we'll have to sit down and share a beverage. Uh, I think Fantasy Points is going to be well represented there. I'm hearing that we're sending quite the contingency there to Canton, including myself and possibly Major. I think he's still trying to figure out a way to couch surf there in uh, Canton (laughs) right now. But, I mean, I think the whole family's coming down because, hey, Fantasy Points, they're sponsoring one of those party nights. So, hey, let's bring the whole family down for that. Yeah, we got some guys that can party on staff. I'm sure Joe and I, uh, Joe Dolan and I and uh, Graham, uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be putting some away. So, uh, Friday night, we'll be going hard. Hopefully, 
And hopefully everybody can get up and uh, be able to do their Kings, <laughs> you know, the Kings Classic drafts on Saturday. Hopefully we don't go too hard. You know, you gotta save a little, uh, save a little energy for Saturday. There you go. Let's 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 get back into to you a little bit here. Uh, let's talk about a decision that changed the trajectory of your life. Well, I mean, I I was pretty undecided what I was gonna do in high school. Uh, I had a, a like a creative writing class, and yeah, it was just kind of a bullshit class that I decided to take for credits. And I thought I was going to be like a business major or something. And uh, Mrs. Hostetler, you know, encouraged me. I was big into sports. Obviously I was playing uh, three different sports in high school. And, uh, you know, so I decided to write like a base. It was in the spring. So I did a baseball preview where I wrote, I broke down all 32 teams and uh, you know, with all this great detail. And uh, she's like, Thought it was great, you know. I just unbelievable stats and everything, you know. And it was just like a kind of what I do now. It, it was uh, kind of the original, you know, betting previews that I'm writing right now for the website, and uh, that kind of got me moving in the direction. So I ended up studying uh, communications at Penn State and started working on the uh, Collegian. Uh, the, the the Collegian is the the student newspaper at Penn State. So that kind of got me moving in that direction. I really hadn't considered uh, communications or, uh, writing for, you know, a living. And I, you know, I thought, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of my uncles and stuff were, you know, kind of accounting and, uh, kind of boring life. And, uh, that kind of got me moving in that direction to, to try writing and to try, you know, try to get something where I'm writing about sports. And, uh, that, that, that was kind of formative for me. Yeah, well, well, what grade did you get on that on that paper? Oh, it was a hundred. She loved okay. it. She's okay. like, I don't know anything you're writing about in here. She was not a, you know, she was an English teacher, a creative writing. She she was into the arts and the finer things, and uh, she didn't know anything about sports. But she's like, I, I can tell by all the detail and everything that's in this that you really know what you're talking about, and you're you know you're a good enough writer to do something like this. So she uh, kind of steered me in that direction. Nice. Shout out to good teachers, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to high school teachers, Mrs. Hot Stetler, there for encouraging betting at a young yeah. age. Now, <laughs> that's my dad. My dad encouraged that, uh, you know, at a young age. And he was the, he was the one running the office polls at, at the Evansburg Center. Uh, you know, the you know, paying a buck to get in. You it was just pick them. You know, it was straight pick them in those days. Uh, we weren't picking against the spread, but uh, he was the one that really encouraged me to start gambling back when I was eight years old. He would, he would front me the cash. He would front me the dollar or two to get into the, the poll. But uh, that, that's kind of what got me into, into my first, uh, you know, gambling there was uh, playing in his office pools and winning a couple times. I, I liked to, of course I had to split the money with him. You know, he, he was, he was fronting me the cash to play in the thing. So, you know, I had to give him some of the money. Shout out that to just, dads who were just like on the borderline there. Shout out to those to those borderline dads, man. Those straight edge, straight edge, edge dads, like get them out of here. Let's get those, <laughs> those those guys that play in the gray area a little bit. Let's get those dads some shout outs. Yep, he was the one that gave me my love for gambling and for sports. <laughs> so let's let's go with the young gambling there, Tom. You know, let's let's kind of talk about this. What are some of the biggest changes? you see now compared to when you first started in this fantasy industry, started in this whole uh, fantasy betting. I mean, right now we're seeing betting absolutely trending upward, taking off with no real sign of slowing down. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I've been doing the betting stuff, I guess for the last better part of five years, I didn't really start in that side of it. You know, there wasn't much of a market for it. Uh, I actually, this is basically the 10 year anniversary of when I 
first started writing uh, and working with Joe uh, Joe Dolan and John Hansen, basically July 4th weekend, 2012. So this is like my 10, 10 year anniversary of being in, in the industry. And Congrats. yeah, yeah. The guy, Matt Brown, who uh, works for The Athletic now, he, he, he was a college buddy of ours and he took a job uh, with Sports on Earth, uh, a defunct site that's now gone. But uh, Joe kind of got me in and uh, that's how I kind of got my foot in the door here. And uh, we started doing the gambling stuff. I, I guess we really weren't, I wasn't really doing it at Fantasy Guru was the John Hansen's old site. And uh, we kind of, he sold that and we kind of splintered off of that site. And Joe and I started doing the Fantasy Free Agents uh, where we were doing podcasts and uh, content for that. But, you know, there was definitely starting to be a market for gambling. Uh, it was starting to get, you know, it was on the verge of getting legalized. Uh, you know, New Jersey was fighting it in federal court there. So it was it was on the precipice there. So, we, you know, I decided to start doing picks and against the spread picks and, you know, had a lot of fun doing it and uh, started getting a little bit of a following doing that. and. You know, people were, you know, hey, Burley, what are you putting your picks out? Blah, blah, blah. So, and then it, it became legalized here. So why not keep expanding, uh, you know, what we write about? And uh, now I'm kind of writing full time doing betting stuff. And there, there's des- definitely an appetite for it. Uh, it's only going to continue to grow here. There's, you know, I don't know how many states are legalized yet, but it, it's it's about half of them, maybe a little bit more than that. We might be. Uh, getting up to 30 now it's still expanding here so uh, i think there's going to be more growth in that area so i love writing about it and i I think it's going to just continue to grow here so uh uh, i'm glad that i was kind of in there early and uh, you know writing about it and uh and and really enjoying doing it i I still do a lot of you know i'm probably about 50 50 fantasy 50 50 you know doing the betting stuff but doing the fantasy stuff kind of grounds me uh you know for my betting stuff it really gives me a lot of information and uh i use that a lot for my betting stuff nice what's something about yourself that many people don't realize like any hidden talents hidden talents um i like to cook i like to i like to barbecue a little bit uh you know this fourth of july weekend i was doing a little sausage and peppers on the grill here before (laughs) before uh the show here so uh, I, I like to I I like to cook a lot, and I like to try to golf. I've slowly been getting better as a golfer. I've been I really started picking up here the last like six or eight years, and uh, you know I was a you know guy that was shooting like in the hundreds not too long ago, and uh, you know I, I tick off like a stroke or two every year, so I'm down to like in the mid 80s now. Uh, like I'm an 84, 85 type of golfer now. So nice. I just uh, did a Pinehurst trip this year, wearing the hat. I uh, got the got the got the flag behind me as well. Pinehurst <laughs> number two. So um, doing more trips like that. And uh, honestly, that's uh, why we moved. To, we're doing this July third. I'm taking off for England, uh, going to Scotland here for the 150th Open Championship okay. in St Andrews. Uh, that starts not this Thursday, but next Thursday uh at the you know the home of golf there so uh my brother is stationed over in england so uh it's gonna be his last uh tour of duty over in england so figured this is our last chance to do something like this so uh heading over there flying out uh wednesday night into thursday morning so looking forward to that so yeah i 
I like to cook and, and I, I enjoy golf a lot. I've I've really gotten into the into the weeds on golf. Uh, you know that, that's that's I spend a lot of my time uh, free time during the the summer here before it really picks up into the fall or I have no free time. Uh, I like to golf a lot. Is it proper golf etiquette to steal flags from the golf course? Oh yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it took it right off of the 18th, you know, right off the 18th flag there. So yeah, they, they don't care. They just let you go right up there and take now. I have another one here. I got a Marion flag. I can't really show it there, but uh, I'll, I like to collect, you know, it's kind of like a, a golf collectors thing. You know, you, you go to the, these courses and you, you, you get a little, uh, get little flags to hang on your wall here. So uh, I'm starting to, you know, I'm hitting some bigger courses here and St. Andrews is obviously the biggest one I'll ever get. And uh, that's kind of the, the home of golf. So that's, that's the biggest one out there for me. Well, I'm basically the Canadian happy Gilmore. I've been caught once or <laughs> twice, maybe washing my underwear in the ball washer, but Hey, that's neither here nor there. Now, one thing people may not realize here is over at fantasypoints.com, they've just launched an entire golf program, so to speak, there. I mean, you got some of the best minds there when you talk about the PGA, going to that betting. Are you going to be doing some live correspondence there from St. Andrews? I might have to. I'll, I'll, I'll be taking pictures. I'll uh, I'll get some weather conditions. I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get some flags. I'll, I'll feel how, you know, firm the turf is, uh, you know, how the ball is <laughs> going to be rolling out. Uh, you know, where they're going to be put setting the tees and uh, where they're play, placing the flags. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to be getting the insider information for our guys, Dom Cinturino and Matt Gannon and, uh, you know, all our all our golf guys. Uh, that's been a fun little thing that we've started here since since April. I've been I've been contributing a little bit on the side here. I, I that's kind of a, the second sport that I like to, to really you know, I'll gamble a little bit on the NBA, on MLB or whatever, but golf is kind of my uh, my second favorite sport to bet on uh, outside of the NFL. Well, I can tell you what the weather report's going to be right now. It's going to be windy and rainy. Yes. I mean, that's pretty much what it's like every single <laughs> time. So there's no hidden, nothing hidden about that. Now, hey, after the show, I'll send you some of these glamour pictures I took on the golf course. They are fantastic. What are, oh, you kind of mentioned golf here. Yeah, majors like don't. Yeah, don't. Don't, 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 don't open those things, dude. Whatever you do, don't open it. Are there? Do you what? have shirts on? <laughs> always no. questionable, Matt. That is a that's the that's an awesome question when it comes to Matt. You always have to ask that first. <laughs> hey, no, there's no shirt. Okay, let's be honest. There's no shirt. Now, when we talk about your in season versus off season, is there an off season? And what do you do to kind of recharge if there's not? Like, where do you find that time just to kind of go? Hey, you know what? I take a step back and then I'm going to hit it hard. How how do you do that? Ooh, that's a great question. There, there really isn't anymore. I mean, once the season starts, September, like I don't take a breather, breather until really after the Super Bowl, and even then, it's like I'm, I'm like, we, I place those Chargers. You know, I'm breaking down the Super Bowl. You know, they're coming out like right after like the championship games. They're you know for, for the next year's Super Bowl. So, uh, there. I mean, there's a little bit of downtime, but free agency rolls around. Uh, we start getting odds for that. The draft season, I mean, that's that's huge. So everybody has draft props out now. Unfortunately, Pennsylvania doesn't put any out, but uh, you know, there's still people, you know, still a lot of states that put them out and uh, like to put some picks up for the site that uh, break down the props there. And then you know, May kind of rolls around. We get the rookie props that come out. Uh, you know, start betting those, and now we're into June and July and. The full menu is out. We're getting uh, all the player props for every team, every player. 
breaking all those down. So there, there's not a whole lot of downtime, you know, period with the NFL, but definitely I'm trying to catch my breath here a little bit. You know, I'm obviously doing the trip and in, in the middle of July here, it's kind of my last hurrah. Cause once, you know, once uh training camp rolls around in late, late July, it's, it's football, all football all the time. And, you know, I love it though. It, it's not, it's not like it's a chore or anything. You know, I, uh, you get into a routine and, you know, once the season rolls around, uh, you know, you're watching the games on Sunday, you know, I'm mm-hmm. right, right in the waiver wire. And then Monday, you know, doing my initial picks, doing the market report on Monday, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm writing, uh, you know, the trends and uh, checking injury reports, doing live streams. So it, it has a rhythm to it. It's, it's not, it's not, it's work, but it's, it's not stressful work. It's something that I enjoy doing. Yeah. I guess it's the one good thing about being a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. You have a lot of open time and a lot of free time in July and August. No, you're you're not Matt's wrong about fire. that. Hey, Matt's on fire today. <laughs> we right got O'Neill Cruz up, man. That, that, <laughs> gives, giving us a little bit of life here till like the middle of July, and then we'll all give up. <laughs> yeah, when you're doing all that stuff, are you a YouTube guy? Do you what, what's on your YouTube playlist right now? Oh, not well, even music, it'd be podcasts, videos, whatever. What, what what are you watching? Well, with the trip coming up, I've been watching a lot of uh Scottish, like you know, what you know, I was watching Edinburgh, Edinburgh, as they say, Edinburgh, uh, Edinburgh food. I was uh, you know, checking out some videos for that, you know, where to where to you know, tourist sites, uh, in Scotland, there, uh, a lot of St. Andrew's, you know, uh, YouTube videos right now. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, a lot of golf, a lot of golf, uh, you know, just, you know, how to fix a slice and how to hit the ball farther, you know, a lot of, a lot of how-to videos on how to improve my golf game. Uh, you know, and then I'll watch, I, I love watching uh, Norm Macdonald passed away, uh, you know, good yeah. Canadian uh, uh, comedian there for you, Matt. Uh, I watch a lot of his old, like, interviews and his, you know, his stand-up routines. So that that's on the, the queue. Uh, you know, watch Bill Burr. I, I like watching, you know, comedic bits, so. Uh, that, that's kind of my big stuff on YouTube right now. Now, I know that we've lost Norm McDonald, but do you ever just kind of ask John Hansen to kind of do a couple of Norm McDonald skits from time to time? <laughs> yeah, I would love that. I mean, just the uh, the off the cuff, like you, you have no idea where they're going, rambling for eight minutes, and you're just, where is this joke going to go? Or is, is this <laughs> even a joke? And then it, it eventually has a punchline at the end, but we miss Norm. I actually have a just a sports hat uh, i like to wear around it's a good conversation starter that's uh, he did that defunct he did that like one season show on comedy central it was just called you know norm sports show or whatever it was and he'd always wear the sports hat and uh i have one of those that's a uh, a friend of mine got it for me <laughs> Well, we, we had John on uh, last year this time. One of those things he kind of mentioned is like, yeah, sometimes people kind of get mistaken my voice for Norm McDonald's. And as soon as he said that, they're like, oh, there it is. That's like, it. That is up. it. <laughs> but, I can definitely so, hear it. it, it the cadence that he had. You yeah, know, exactly. Yeah. So I just kind of mentioned John. You kind of mentioned Joe a little bit earlier, that Penn State kind of connection going way back there. Can you kind of give us kind of a quick rundown on how fantasy points came about i mean you guys are doing the fantasy guru site there you john joel uh you had the the fantasy free agent there kind of podcast going with joe and ben there in the background as well i mean that's 
four members of the owner, Graham Barfield coming over from the NFL Network eventually at some point. Just kind of how did this whole mesh together there at Fantasy Points? And from where we are now, like when you guys first started Fantasy Points to what you're seeing right now with these new additions and kind of spreading out to college football, to PGA, and then obviously Fantasy Football, like that growth, like, can I talk about that real quick? Yeah, well, we are at Fantasy Guru. Graham was over at Fantasy Guru as well. He worked for us for probably about two years, a year or two at least. And then he took the NFL Network gig. Uh, but, yeah, John sold Fantasy Guru. Um, it didn't really work out with the, the guys that we we sold to. And, you know, John, you know, not, none of us were really enjoying it. So, uh, you know, we kind of splintered off and, you know, Joe and I, uh, we started fantasy free agents and John was just like, you know, stay available guys. Uh, you know, if something, if we can throw something together at some point, we'll do it. And, uh, you, you know, fantasy points, we eventually cooked that up a couple years later and, uh, you know, we're, we're really off and running here. Uh, Ben has really been the, the catalyst. He was the guy that was kind of behind the scenes before. Uh, and he's been the guy that's really driven, uh, a lot of the new, you know, ventures that we have with the college football and, and with the golf and uh, the data side is coming in, in August. We're really excited for that. That's going to be our PFF style, um, but with more of a fantasy slant with for for statistics and stuff. We're gonna we're we're gonna have a team of charters that are gonna have you know ahead of the, you know ahead of the game type of stats that uh, fantasy people are gonna love. So uh, that's the next thing to look forward to. I think we're going to maybe cool it a little bit after this. Uh, you know, we're, we're really going to try to focus and, you know, really refine the, the things that we're doing. But it's been a, a pretty fun ride here. I mean, when we started, it was April 2020. I mean, wow. thought the world might end at that point. You know, <laughs> exactly. You know, the, the COVID, I, this is actually the first time I got COVID was this week. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that I've made it, uh, you know, two and a half years, uh, basically. But at that beginning of that time, it was like, holy shit, we're going to start this website in April 2020. Uh, we're <laughs> screwed. They're not gonna even going to play a football season. Uh, all the work that we put in for the last you know, year or so that uh, that we did to get this off the ground, it's going to be go all up in smoke. But uh, we survived. Yeah. Thank you to the NFL for finding a way to get through that season and uh, no fans in the stadium. But uh, get, a lot of people got a lot of entertainment from that season. and. Um, you know, we were able to get through that year and, uh, the business has taken off since then. And, uh, we have, you know, such a great loyal base of, uh, subscribers that, uh, you know, love everything that we do. And that's, that's why we've decided to do these other things, you know, uh, you know, and we've gotten the right people to do it too. You know, we, we wouldn't just throw people out there that, you know, we didn't think were good at the, what they did. And, uh, so we're, 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 pretty optimistic that the, you know, the golf and the college football and the stats will, will take off, but uh, you know, the, the fantasy football, the DFS and, and the betting side on the NFL, it, that's always going to be kind of our bread and butter, but uh, we're pretty excited to keep going and uh, doing some new, new interesting adventures here <laughs> with fantasy points. Yeah, man. That sounds like a, a lot of heartache and, and all that stuff. And around that time when COVID happened, you guys are doing all that work. Um, but let's so talk to us about some, some other hard A. You spoke a little bit about it, but let's dive a little bit deeper into that, man. Let's talk about Neil O'Donnell, man, and that Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, that was, that was tough. I mean, I, I, I thought, you know, I, I grew up, uh, you know, I was about, I guess I would have been 10, 
about to turn 11 that that at that point yeah uh you know as a Steelers fan you, you listen to your parents talk oh back in my day you know four Super Bowls Terry Bradshaw <laughs> Mean Joe Green and you know so I, I I didn't know any better I you know they made it to the AFC championship game the year before we're in the Super Bowl you know so I thought you know this is gonna to be win like every year, year huh? exactly you know <laughs> we're the Steelers this is supposed to happen and right uh, Neil O'Donnell throws the, the uh, interceptions in the second half, and I'm crying like a baby on the you know the whole ride home, and the world's ending. And uh, then Neil O'Donnell goes and signs with the Jets right after that, and it's like, oh, I guess it's you. over. So, <laughs> <clears throat> but we did get Cordell Stewart, and you know, good things started to happen after that, and couldn't get over the hump until we got Ben Roethlisberger, but. We we eventually did get our our Super Bowls and that was a that was a pretty fun time uh, being a, up at Penn State winning a Super Bowl as a sophomore you know that was that was that was some heated rivalry too I mean the Eagles had some good teams uh, during that period and if you if you know anything about State College Pennsylvania it is sitting smack dab right in the middle of the state and basically half the students are from New Jersey and Philadelphia half the students are from Pittsburgh and you know. Western Pennsylvania. So it was, there was some intense times up in, in state college, but uh, there were some good football teams at that time. But, uh, you know, we eventually got our Super Bowls. Neil O'Donnell broke my heart back when I was a, a 10 year old, but the, the good times eventually came. I got to ask this, what was, what was more difficult on you? What was harder on you? That Super Bowl loss or the NCAA tournament in Pittsburgh? NCAA tournament in Pittsburgh. Joe's telling you some stories. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now that was a good time. We we won our bet. We had a. It was uh, Alabama versus uh, Colin Sexton was on that team against Virginia Tech. Uh, so Joe and I, we got tickets to. You know, we never been to NCAA tournament games. You know, they have the regional sites, and you get the four. You know, you get you get two tickets for four games. Uh, you know, we're, we went and enjoyed the, uh, afternoon games and screw it. Let's go get some drinks and, uh, you know, have a good time before the, the, you know, the, the, the two night games and Villanova was playing who ended up winning the national championship that year. Uh, they were playing, you know, some 16 seed and Joe and I are sitting in the bar and eh, it's, it's like a 25 point game at halftime or something. It's like, screw this. Let's just keep drinking at the bar. And we eventually, you know, we placed a, you know, two significant wagers on the uh, over for the uh, nightcap, and we get into the game, and there's no boo. They don't sell booze at these games, you know. It's a NCAA product, so can't sell can't sell booze at NCAA games. So, uh, you know, we decide. Well, you know where there is booze? It's in the suites. <laughs> so <laughs> Joe and I, you know, we're, we got we're half tied. We have one half tied on, and we sneak up to the suites. The key to it is you just act like you own the place. Like, you, you know, everybody there, you're just shaking hands with everybody. Yeah. How you doing? How you doing? You know, eventually we do get found out because we're, we're literally cheering for every basket that goes in. We're, <laughs> we're cheering for it over. They're like, what are these guys? They're going nuts. Every time somebody scores, they're not cheering for a team. Uh, but you know, there was a sweet lady there that uh, made sure that we were getting some waters in us and we weren't, uh, you know, too inebri- uh, you know, inebriated at, at that point. But uh, yeah, Joe, yeah, that was, that was a good time. We, 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 uh, that was at PPG arena in Pittsburgh there. That was, uh, that was a time we had and we won our bets. So it was a, it was a good night by all. 
Yeah, man. So far, we've learned that you were like a young gambling protege. <laughs> you were a three-sport a three athlete in high school. A little, uh, little catch became, me if you can kind of slid in there. Became a writer. Yeah, yeah a little, little breaking and entering, you know what I'm saying? So um, if you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? Uh, well, I mean, I kind of got into the business. I mean, I was a journalism major, so I, I, I did have a lot of fun covering high school sports. Uh, that's how I kind of got my start was in writing for the Wilkes-Barre newspaper up in Northeast Pennsylvania. The funny thing is, first event I ever covered up there, there was this young golf phenom. It was the first event I covered. He, it was, he was a freshman that year. He went on, beat everybody. He beat all the seniors and juniors. Uh, his name was Brandon Matthews. And uh, he went on to win the state championship. You know, he goes on, he's now winning, uh, you know, on the corn Ferry tour, just locked up his uh, PGA tour card. He's going to be on the PGA tour next year. Nice. Uh, he's, he's literally known for being the longest driver in all of uh, professional sports. You know, he, Bryson DeChambeau, you know, Bryson DeChambeau is jealous of how far Brandon Matthews hits the ball. So I guess if uh, I was doing, you know, if I wasn't doing fantasy, maybe I would still be doing that. Or, you know, I, I have, uh, you know, a, a lot of love for golf. I mean, maybe I would do something in the golf industry, maybe uh, uh, go back to school and try to be, you know, golf superintendent or golf pro or something like that. I could, I could see doing something like that, but uh, pretty happy with where I'm at here with the, uh, uh, fantasy points and you know hopefully that doesn't go away away anytime soon uh, i don't think it will but uh you know I, I might be doing something i might still be writing for a newspaper or uh working in maybe in the golf industry i guess so you kind of mentioned fantasy points there again and we're going to keep going back and on this all the time here but what has fantasy football taught you about yourself oh I let's mean, go deep here yeah that's that's a great question i mean never get too high you never get too low you know you're never the smartest person in the room yeah there's always somebody there to knock you down a peg or two i never have that problem <laughs> I, I already know dang well i ain't going to be the smartest person in any room yeah that's even that's if i'm in the room with myself even oh my God. <laughs> i mean it's also taught me that you got to put the work in to to get good results as well uh but yeah it's it, it grounds you you know because fantasy football i mean it all takes is one injury or you know a fluke play and uh, you know, you think you're, you got the best team and, you know, then you lose the next week and you get knocked down a peg. So I, I'd say, you know, it gives you a little bit of humility and uh, it's also taught me to work hard and to, to play the, you know, cause it's a lot of times, you know, fantasy matchups or gambling, you know, it comes down to one player two and uh, just putting in, putting in the work and trying to, Get that edge, just that small, you know, as a gambler, you're just always looking for whatever edge you can get. Just if it's just a little bit plus EV, as they say, you know, you're just, you're just looking to just because they, they're not always going to go in your direction. You gotta, you, you're just looking for more bounces to go your way. So that that's kind of what fantasy sports has taught me. And uh, you know, what gambling has taught me uh, and, and to never take things too hard. You know, the, if you keep putting the work in, the bricks will probably go your way eventually. We've kind of focused here throughout the show on relationships. We've mentioned some names. We mentioned a lot of people from Fantasy Points. Who are some of those other people that you kind of respect that have helped you along the way to get to where you are today? Oh, I mean, I mean Joe Dolan. I mean John Han John Hanson. I mean he's the one that you know kind of gave me my chance, and you know he's you know, when ever Guru was like kind of disintegrating there. You know he's like you know we'll, we'll do this again again uh, eventually, guys. Just uh, stick with me and stay on the path. And, uh, you know, there's been plenty of guys, you know, Graham, Scott Barrett, you know, they're, 
hardworking guys. And, you know, I, I love watching, you know, love reading everything that they do and, uh, you know, following their work. So, but yeah, John has been uh, the biggest guy for me and Joe Dolan as well. Joe kind of, he vouched for me back in the day to, to help me get my, you know, spot with Fantasy Guru. Uh, he knew, you know, we, we had a relationship back to college, but he he kind of knew the guy I was and how hard I would work. And, you know, so the, everything I have, you know, the, in this industry is because of those guys. They've really got me on my direction. And, you know, I'm here because of those guys. So I, I'm just looking to make those guys proud by uh, continuing to <laughs> do great work and, uh, you know, just keep the company going in the right direction here. Yeah, that's a company man answer right there. I love <laughs> it. Um, so give us uh, one last piece of advice uh, for those of us trying to make it in this fantasy football industry. And then also give us your best piece of parenting advice as well. Ooh, if I was a parent, I'd have better <laughs> advice. Uh, if you're you know. not a parent, it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a single guy. I live in the single the, life. The so fun uh, uncle is the best parenting advice. Exactly. That's uh, Unfortunately, uh, since I got COVID this week, I was... I was supposed to help my uh, mother, you know, watch my niece and nephew. We were, we had some uh, big adventures planned for the weekend, but unfortunately I couldn't help my mom this week. So uh, <laughs> fun uncle has been cooped up in his room all, all week here, but I would just say, just keep, you know, keep working hard. I mean, I, I'm the, I'm kind of known as, you know, John gave me the nickname as the grinder on his show. I mean, uh, I'm the one that's kind of, you know, willing to put in, you know, all the hours that's needed to, uh, write whatever is necessary, uh, you know, get whatever content that's needed, uh, break down whatever tape needs breaking down, uh, you know, dig into whatever stats. So just be, like, be willing to put in the time and, uh, you know, eventually the breaks will go your way. And, uh, yeah, just just work hard. That's, uh, you know, it, that's never quit. That's uh, my best <laughs> advice. <laughs> Be the last but, man standing. Sound like sound like something you you can get along with, Matt. Just be the last <laughs> man standing, huh? Well, yeah, I don't sleep, so yeah, it works out really well for me most of the time. Now we'll I see love you're the because... last man standing as at the fantasy expo on Friday night when we're hosting the party. <laughs> well, well, it, it depends on how early. It, it might be different with, with alcohol involved. I think anything can go. <laughs> oh, hey, you better watch out because if I get early into those uh, double tree cookies there, I mean, who knows where the night's going to go. By the way, Tom, if you haven't had the double tree cookies, I haven't. Fantastic. Stack they have like up. a little heater underneath their front desk oh. where they keep the, the cookies nice and warm and moist. Oh, oh man, that sounds That's amazing. like the chef's kiss. <laughs> now, you better save me one. Oh, there's no guarantees. I'm cheap. <laughs> I paid a lot of money for that hotel room. I'm getting me some cookies. I mean, that's the bottom line. Now, I, I love this because I know Graham, I know Joe, I know Scott. These are all guys that work hard. But I, when I look at guys who grind out there, and I agree with John, I mean, you are out there grinding. Wes Huber is out there grinding. Oh, I mean, he's yeah. got COVID Wes two is... more times than you even on top of him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's got COVID like eight times already. <laughs> I mean, that's what it takes at fantasy <laughs> points. Everyone out there is grinding, absolutely putting out the work, and they're doing it. It's, it's fantastic to see. So if you're not part of – fantasy points nation or whatever we're going with i mean use promo code vipers 22 get 10 percent off today i mean what are you waiting easy for call, this is like your one-stop shop for everything you could possibly need pertaining to football golf college football it's all right there yeah and you guys do a great job with your the media group you guys ben has uh really done a great job with getting you know all these different voices from around the industry and uh, you know, finding your different callings here. And uh, I love this little series that you guys have thrown together here, getting some of the best different 
you know, best and, you know, unique voices from the industry to kind of tell their stories. And, uh, you know, thanks for, you know, letting me be a part of it and, uh, you know, telling my little story here. Man. Well, that's the one thing that we take great pride in here is everyone out there, whether you've got two followers or 200,000 followers, everyone has a story. And every little bit of that story, there might be one little piece that someone can take from that and apply to what they're doing today. And that's what we're hoping to get to. The other thing that we're hoping to get to, what we've learned on today's show, if you are struggling for parenting advice, maybe the best (laughs) thing to do to avoid children altogether is to fake COVID so you don't have to deal with it. We will see you next time on on the Behind the Grind of the Dynasty Vipers Vipercast presented by the Fantasy Points Media Group. Take care now.